0: Search each man different, living his own way, searching, discovering. Numero uno.
1: All right, so um, welcome back, everyone, for episode two of Broken by Concepts. Um, we got me and this numbnut over here, Nathan, who just has already
0: ruined my day. I was having a great morning, and then well, for because the people on the listening on Spotify and stuff, <sighs> they won't they won't see the intro thing. They won't know that I messed that up because the YouTube one, we, we show the, the the beforehand, right? So, anyways, basically, I didn't press the recording button. We started talking for like 20 minutes. So. We're not,
1: no, nah, I'm just going to pretend that nothing happened. Okay. No, nothing happened there. You okay. know, what were we saying? So, guys? we're talking about broken by concept. Yeah. And okay, so we're sticking with the name. Where did it start? All right.
0: Okay, so, so we're sticking with the name. My theory, my episode one theory saying maybe we will change the name is gone. We're sticking with it. Yep. So now we want to reveal the origin. This is it. This is the reveal. for What what does it mean to us?
1: What I said, what I was saying before was before the record button was that before you get into what broken by concept means, I think they need to understand your style of comedy. Okay. Right. And I believe the way you come up with all these catchphrases and all this like meme sarcastic comedy, it was all from you. And your defense mechanism yeah. growing up
0: survive in high school.
1: Your defense mechanism yeah. was to make people laugh.
0: That's right. So you they'll could, like me, and then yeah. they'll, they'll just go. You go play your video games, Nathan. You make me laugh. here and there. I won't bully you this time. Well, it's not even know? bullying. It's just you just
1: didn't attention. like attention. Oh, that's right, attention. Yeah, attention. That's right. You never like
0: attention. So, but you could say making someone laugh is attention. Well, I don't understand your psychology, yeah, but my psychology all I understand just, all I know yeah. is that yeah. the way you used broken by
1: concept was to make people laugh. Yeah. You never said broken by concept without
0: the intention to make people laugh yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. It was like summing up something in like a a beautiful nice little sentence that would like mean a lot with sh- a short <laughs> amount of words as possible. That's actually my that's my comedy, right? I'm trying to get out a phrase or a word. With as much meaning as possible, with as little words as possible. Is that how you would define it? Your comedy, in general, or or your humor, sorry. I'm trying to be a comedian, you know? Didn't you say you want it would be you could be a that's, that's potentially a huge, <laughs> huge joke. You
1: know? No, your other job. You told me you said if my, your your League career never happened, a you said you are going to be a voice actor. So but Nathan, I, got, I
0: got the mics now and everything. Yeah, too. I could, I could, I should just sit in my room all day and just with these microphones <laughs> and just do League champion voices and stuff. When,
1: when I first, one, of, one of the first years I met Nathan, he actually started just randomly doing League voices over like Teamspeak or Ventrilo, just during
0: a game and stuff.
1: He'd like mimic Rise and all this stuff, and and he it, we used to meme and say okay if your lead career doesn't work out nathan yeah. it's fine you can
0: be a voice actor just be a voice but actor. it was, i was genuinely good yeah, you're That's actually very good it was like sort of singed serious.
1: and rise you were very yeah. good yeah and anyway uh so nathan's humor and you'll you'll get to know nathan more uh, through this podcast is everything he says is <clears throat> has an element of truth to it but it but it's also sarcastic at the same time. So let's explain to the audience what broken by concept means and where it came from.
0: All right, so originated, it's obviously from League. Um, Basically, so we talked about a bit of a story about my solo queue past last episode, but essentially when I started playing League, uh, I viewed movement speed in the game, the actual concept of movement speed as very strong. The way that I thought of it is if I could move faster than my opponent, I could essentially, in a way, control their character. So you know in League when you, like, right-click someone? Like even if you're a ranged champion, you know how you right-click someone you just start walking towards them? I was like, okay, if I can move so far, I can go, like, in and out, like, like just on the edge of, like, especially ranged champions. So the way that I remember the way that I'll talk about it is, like, I kite, range champions as a melee champion because I was not nudie one trick right which is ridiculous the range champion cast the melee champion you're just talking about tethering though right? yeah tethering is that what the t- well I, that's what I they call it now but back then tethering, tethering didn't tethering exist didn't exist right so then I was like okay because this is remember when you had to buy runes and um yeah you had, I bought movement speed in the, in the quintessences is it quintessence? but do people Quince? even know that I don't know how old yeah, that's people who watch this podcast when did are? that change that change season that was a while ago three Nah, four? four is it that long ago? I think it was season three, dude. Or season. Oh, four. Okay, well, you used to have to buy your runes, literally. So, and you know, this is actually goes back to the smurfing thing as well. Think about, yeah, the smurfs. You don't have, uh, you don't have to buy. So like, it's so comment. hard to smurf. Yeah, so we well. actually
1: had a comment um off our last video, um, you know how we in last episode we spoke about smurfing, and one of the suggestions was because back in the day, um, when I said that you know in season two, season three there was less smurfs, it was because when you created an account. Even if you got a, let's just say you bought a leveled up account. Yeah. It didn't have all the runes. The, it, the ta- it took
0: so long to get the runes. Think about how expensive it was. It was like 40, 50,000. You'd have to play so many so games. So,
1: like, Think of it as if you got a new account and maybe you could only have access to the domination tree. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: you right. know? Yeah. And
1: it took you ages to get the IP. So you had to use IP to buy runes or buy things like, you know, the, the, the inspiration tree or the resolve tree. Like it was something like that. And um, they were saying, if they brought that back, yeah, then people would not thinks. want to make second accounts because it's so incredibly hard to grind yeah. the IP.
0: But I, but I think it's fine because um, I, I like the barrier to entry. It's like you can start playing League, and you will instantly have the same tools as the rank yeah. one player. That's what makes League's great. Yeah, That's yeah, what makes you know, League um,
1: great again. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs>
0: Was League not already great, Curtis? Like, what's going on there? I don't know, man. I was just memeing Donald Trump. Anyway, so that's <laughs> so yeah, I had to buy my move speed runes, right? Um, and I love the moose. And no one did it. That's the thing. No one, no one did it. But I was like, come on, move!" And because it was it was a, it was probably a bit of luck as well, because it was the champion as well. Like Udia was if I could just jump like run at someone and just slap them, that was like really good right? So Cause, essentially, because I saying, couldn't get on people without move speed, so right? So what you're
1: saying to me right now is that when you first started playing the league, simply yeah. put you believed movement Move speed was the most broken stat in the game in the game, that's right and it because you could buy or spec into more movement Move speed that was right. broken by concept the, yes. the concept of movement Move speed, speed and broken. what it allowed you to, you do, to do, do with tethering with getting on your opponents with just getting around the map faster between jungle that's camps right. was broken by concept and that shouldn't you shouldn't
0: be able to get more movement speed is what you're saying or or it was just no, give very me, strong. Give me as much movement speed as possible, okay. dude. But again, that was the idea of the tethering thing. And, and, and I mean, that's literally, I would say if there was no move speed runes, I probably wouldn't, Udia, I probably wouldn't play Udia. Yeah. Because I couldn't get onto people. You
1: needed the access to So that's to the, the only
0: reason I got ranked to Challenger because of that move speed, right? Yeah. So then, yeah, I was like, <laughs> move speed's broken by concept. And then what would happen is...
1: That was the meme. It became, move speed's broken no, by concept. Yeah,
0: but I'd always say that, but I would say that as like, again, it was it true. It was element of truth, true. but everyone
1: sounded ridiculous. It because sounded if you ridiculous. got this guy saying, movement speed is broken by concept. No one like, bought what, those What movies. the hell does that mean? Yeah. Like, why would you say that, yeah. you know? But then it extended to Flash, which I believe... Flash is <laughs> broken yeah. It is It genuinely is broken <laughs>
0: Flash is broken well, well, well Flash is the Is the X factor In every skirmish Isn't it It's huge yeah. You know Like whoever has Flash And who doesn't Like Flash is so important I mean it's, it's hugely important So Imagine if League Didn't have Flash I think the game Would be so much worse Like everything Would be so predictable And a lot of champions would. would actually suck Think about Flash Mal, Mal fight Flash ult That makes him A lot less useful Think about any assassin yeah. I think assassins without flash that's a lot true. of true Would be way less Like like you know that Faker play the, the Faker ZZ No flash That looks so much worse Did he flash in that play? Absolutely Both of them flash What the oh. hell Because there's no you know how movement Happened in that fight? I just thought of W's and Isles, But yeah Makes sense Anyway so So yeah So that's broken by content And then basically what would Where, where it really kicked in As a Like a, a definite meme Was when We moved into Dials' Gaming It was 2017 and then Fantic specifically loved it. He yeah. loved it. It would always be, um, I say sentence. Que- Nathan, is that broken by concept? And it would be anything. It'd be like, <laughs> it'd be like the food we're cooking, or or something like the elevator. Like we got really hyped with fast in the elevators. Like, is that like broken by concept? Yeah, you know? yeah. so, so you could you could use it for everything. You could use it for everything, yeah. and then it became a meme. It became in like a meme. meme in a way yeah. and then we'd always like talk about it and stuff but obviously that's so broke my concept that's the origins man that's pretty much where it came from that's such a we cool, still use
1: it to cool. this day like not as much I actually forgot it not
0: as it much the last couple of years but occasionally because I just wasn't as funny in the last couple of years you know I was just more serious businessman CEO now, you were
1: really funny in 2017 17 and and that then was kind of you turned into a grumpy old man yeah I
0: did and then but I mean, now, now I'm now getting a bit funny again getting there again it takes some time I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to slowly Add humour to my videos Yeah
1: It's actually hard to do that By yeah, the way It is hard
0: Especially when it's like Structured and stuff like that You
1: know you mentioned before just, It just reminded me yeah. You know how Back in the day Game 5 Of best of fives Were always mirror matchups In the LCK How crazy is that To think about
0: That's crazy That's actually pretty. Uh, that's really I crazy I never
1: I always forgot about that I was thinking was about that It blind was blind pick Imagine It was blind pick Game 5 yeah. Of a series In a competitive
0: Like a grand final like Grand a final to win Was win.
1: blind pick and you could oh, make, you have is, mirror matches This match-ups. was only
0: in Korea, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah, was in Korea. Yeah, yeah.
1: How weird is that? In solo you don't even come up against it. Why would they randomly uh, make yeah. it a mirror matchup? And yeah. you'd have like Shen versus Shans, Shen. Because it was like, just busted.
0: How interesting is the champions they chose that? They'll never stray away. It's like this champion just busted in compared to Shen. Why Shen? Well, but there was no
1: bans as well, right? That's the reason no, why. there was, was bans, 100%. So there was bans, but there but was... But there would have been
0: three bans, not five. so
1: weird I know. <laughs> wait, no.
0: Wait, was there bans? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there wasn't. No, there must not have been banned. What were they
1: thinking? Like
0: this is just a spectator thing. Yeah, but it was a grand, serious grand final.
1: God damn it, dude!
0: That definitely that's ridiculous. I shouldn't bring that back. That's actually
1: that was game ruining. I can't believe they yeah. had. That. I can't believe league allowed that or yeah. Riot allowed that. But they probably trusted it was Korea like because thing, Korea yeah. had so much experience so with e- yeah, esports e- over the and years and StarCraft and stuff, yeah. stuff like that.
0: So. I wanted to. Um, Where should we start, Kay? I
1: I have a top. I have something. This is. Oh yeah. Of- so
0: by the way, we should also tell the audience as well. So um, we're gonna be doing these twice a week.
1: Oh yeah. Let's talk about that. So yeah, twice a week. Yep. That's what we're um, committing to. And what was it? Friday, Monday.
0: So Thursday, um, Monday. We'll be releasing these on. So f- tomorrow's tw- yeah Friday. We're releasing it tomorrow Friday morning. So Thursday night, American and European. Thursday night and. <coughs> sunday night because it's monday morning us and friday morning us so twice a week spotify um stitcher and we're working well i'm working on apple music and that's really all we'll have but if you guys use any other podcast things but that's, those are the main ones right
1: yeah those three
0: that's what we'll stick to even for the short term for now so okay. that's what we're doing sounds good is there any other uh how what's the called um House cleaning? No, is not it? house. It's housekeeping. Housekeeping. That's the one.
1: Housekeeping. Um and no. oh,
0: duration. Like a lot of people said that they wanted to listen to it more. Um, we wanted to do longer, though. Yeah, we wanted to do longer. It was weird. We thought it we was have an a bit an of an technical
1: and difficulties, but we can overcome. We got that. two
0: batteries in the camera now, so that should be good. Yeah, it's a bit of Actually, a How are we going for battery right now? Yeah, we're still full. We're this still is, good. We're
1: this is a good. very um, homegrown <sighs> budget set up right now Dude, this looks
0: professional man i reckon it's professional
1: <clears throat> well lucky we're professionals but the setups <laughs> yeah amateur
0: oh, i think it's the other way around anyways what were you saying here katie okay well, anyway where so I do I you want to, want to start kick it with? off yeah let's kick it off this
1: is something that i've actually thought about for a long time yeah and uh i want to get your opinion on it okay this is <laughs> this is weird right so think about league when league first was created right they were inspired by games like, was it Warcraft, mm. Dota? The guys who made it were from Dota, right? I'm pretty sure they were from Dota or something like that.
0: No, I think the one of the founders, Brendan or something like that, he was a Starcraft player. He played Starcraft. But I mean, obviously, it was inspired by It was him, inspired you know, by right? all those yeah. things. Like, yeah. I'm they, sure they, they were competitive players. They actually were competitive. There's like a story. Warcraft, there's a YouTube right? video. It wasn't
1: Starcraft. I'm pretty sure it was Warcraft. Was it really? But anyway, yeah. regardless. So they yeah. came in with their initial ideas of what a MOBA should be. Okay. And they had their... I'm assuming they had a small team where they developed or they come up with ideas for champions, correct? Like so, some of the original champions were at the beginning were Annie, Annie. jana
0: so was it Rise, Singed?
1: Singed. I'm pretty sure Singed Warwick. was.
0: Dude, Singed is such no, a no. think about all those champs you just named right there. How do you how do you come up with Singed? Like you're you're like all yeah, those, all those abilities are like. Point and click type stuff.
1: No, but, like, they're all characters, but the just like, there's some crazy... Scientist. No, no, but
0: it's like his kit. Like, like think about it. Like His kit is one of the you, u- most you, unique ever. <laughs> you run into him, and he has a <laughs> trail of poison behind him. Actually, I guess that that's so weird. Like, As one of the first champions, I could imagine that being a way later champion. It's such a... And he's, like, the most basic champ, right? Mage, point and click, fire, inferno, little child that's, like, got a scary bear. Okay. You know? So, Warwick, wolf in jungle. Wolf, like, a werewolf. What, yeah.
1: Whatever. So... And that's so funny. It's like Little Red Riding Hood and then Warwick. Like, the you know? Yeah,
0: that's right. That's literally so. But it's anyway, big-table. so it's
1: very basic, somewhat boring champions. Yeah. Which makes sense because they probably had no idea. They can't add super complex champions into the game, but they probably didn't have the technology or the understanding of how things work. So they wanted to keep the kits very basic. Now... It's not a problem when the game first comes out because it's a very simple game and people are just trying to get their, their, their head around the mechanics, how minions work, gold and things like that. Yep. Now the game is 10 years old mm. and yes, they rework champions but we've just had champions like Lillia, yep. Yone. Yep. Think about the champions that come out now in terms of raw kits. Yep. Think about how busted comparatively. You, you release a champion yeah. like Rise. Mm-hmm or Annie, or Nunu now, Hmm. people will be like, what the hell is this This shit? This champion
0: would just suck.
1: This just sucks ass. Yeah. So then where it gets weird to me is like, okay, yes, Riot are going through and reworking champions like one by one, but it doesn't change the fact that they exist and that they're still in the game. And you know what they have to do in order to make sure there's no massive discrepancy in win rates? So they have to increase... The damage, like the stats on the abilities, to compensate for the lack of complexity or the lack of utility within the kits. Champions like, um, you know, Annie, mm. Warwick, all these champions are actually Udia. very Udi. is a perfect example. They're actually U-
0: U- Udi is probably the the last, the last, the long lost. He's just completely unviable. he
1: needs to be completely obliterated. He, his and exploded. kit,
0: his kit is the worst. Like name a worst kit.
1: I mean, you can't. You, it's, there's no, there's no worst kit. Absolutely garbage.
0: No ultimate.
1: That's why I didn't even no, mention him no in damages. my... T- like, he got a buff, and I just like skim no, over it. Because it doesn't away. matter what you do to do that it. champion, yeah. he's yeah terrible.
0: But but, but but Curtis, there's actually... Like, what are the champions that fit in the Udia category? I might be missing a lot.
1: Wait, like, just terrible kits? Just
0: absolutely terrible kits.
1: I mean, it's not even that they're terrible. What I'm trying to get at here is that Riot, right? In order to make sure that the, the win rate discrepancies aren't, as, aren't massive, hmm. they have to change the stats on the, on the abilities. So that's why a champion like Annie is actually kind of hard to balance or a champion, like all these like very basic kit champions are actually very difficult to balance because they, they have a lot of point and click abilities and and things that they thought were very basic, but basic kits are very difficult to balance. That's why Rise, by the way. Rise is either extremely strong, strong. or trash, and no one plays he's it. Just damage because he's pure. He has like this very simple point and click. Yeah, w. like no one, no, not many champions have that. Same as Annie, and like what I'm trying to get at is, isn't that very? Doesn't this kind of ruin the competitive integrity of the game? Like you've got a champion like, or just make it the whole league experience very. Weird. You've got a
0: champion like if, Yone if you're trying and to Lillia, play these different type of champions. Oh, you like you'll be confused. I guess when you're starting to play the game, it's like, well, which champion is just straight up better? It's like, well, I mean, if you're playing Udi, you're instantly disadvantaged. Versus, well, okay,
1: this is, uh, let's say Lilia. I mean, what I'm trying to get at here is like, why? What's the incentive? What what what's the incentive to play a champion that? Kit is just completely inferior. Yeah, there's
0: no... It's not even fun.
1: It's, like, not even fun. No. But then there's that. But then it's, like... And then how do you actually... Without completely exploding the champion, how do you... Balance it.
0: Balance it. Yeah, you can't... You literally, I think that's... And that's, that's why a, I, that's I feel, like,
1: every single time... It's, like, okay. Riot screwed up with champions like Vladimir. Yep. They screwed up... They, I, I think they screwed up with a lot of these... What do you mean by champions. screwed up by Vlad specifically? Like the, well, Vladimir... This is... Vladimir is broken by concept. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. A champion that doesn't have... Yeah. Manner,
0: yeah, that's true. His right.
1: damage gives HP,
0: HP, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, lane phase already doesn't make sense. So
1: either Vlad again, but, but
0: his numbers suck in. So in then yeah, again, he's right?
1: either his his numbers have to be so crap yeah. to compensate for how OP. So what I'm saying, Riot really have um bi- or bipolar um either ends of the spectrum, incredibly strong or incredibly weak. Yeah. If you think about all those champions, Annie is never seen in competitive play very rarely i mean yes sometimes it's support very very rarely because her, her she's just bad and then you've got like rise who is either incredibly strong or never seen mm. then you've got vlad again mm. either incredibly strong on, if you change the slightest numbers with
0: vlad vlad is on it, he's on easy
1: he's right <laughs> on the edge and you think of all these champions been busted. they're right on the edge every yeah. every time yeah. and it feels like you don't see them at all then, right, then you can tell the champs that are actually great design because they're always crop back up. Yeah. Lee Sin. Lee Sin. Jarvan, Jarvan. Very junglers, solid, yeah. great Champs. Oriana. Elise. Yeah, Elise. Very unique kits that don't have to rely on just straight sheer numbers.
0: Yeah. So let me just keep talking, Curtis, because this is fine. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, they don't rely on sheer numbers to, uh, to be strong. And that actually ties into my last point here, which is Graves. I hate Graves oh, as a champion I, I, design. I, In just I, terms I, of pure yeah. champ design, he's, I believe that Riot again, like it just—it is the most unsatisfying. Mm-hmm. Just, just blame champion. Think about it. Pure damage, like pretty much zero utility. Yeah, the smoke screen, but again, Graves is on that edge. It feels like he's completely useless.
0: A great thing about Graves Disappeared for a long time He
1: disappeared for the longest and time ever And then he randomly popped up And then he randomly pops up again So it's like he's either Completely useless And no one touches him Because mm. he has no utility No mm. CC Pure damage mm. um, This weird smokescreen ability Which they did kind of make better Or he's not seen at all Isn't this just like a f- I mean I don't know No one talks about this But like it feels- yeah,
0: but Graves is Was he one of the f- was he, He's a really old champion He's one of the first yeah, He's a very old right? champion Was he before journey. Nocturne? That's when I started playing Because Graves
1: was an eighty carry Initially
0: remember was, was he out before or after nocturne i'm not sure actually that'd be such an interesting one to know
1: but um and i just think this oh,
0: nocturne's the other one as well nocturne he mm. just nocturne's gets outshined by assassins no but i like nocturne because the spell shield very... the spell shield makes it unique spell shield fear and all i
1: actually really like the old alt. the alt's very unique yeah but traditional sport don't have this problem mm. in a way of balance of balance it's like the game is is what it is and the meta can still evolve without the rules changing. Whereas leagues in a unique situation, com- you know, compar- comparatively to traditional sports, is like the game actively changes.
0: But well, that's the that's the beauty about league as well, right? That's why it will kind of be around. Like, I guess. how cool is it about the items? You know that you know they, they release the, the like reworking the reworking items. the items. Yeah. That's that's something that's really cool, I think, because. I mean, obviously bringing people back and, you know, people get like, no one's going to quit because, I mean, unless they completely mess it up, which I mean, I trust Riot won't do yeah. that. That's cool. It's like a new thing to learn. Like, you know, when you learn something new for the first time mm. and like, uh, if you invest the time, no matter how good players were beforehand, you can have an edge. The next player can have an edge. The next player can get ranked one by using this sort of thing and yeah. give him the confidence to sort of be like, I can be good at this game. You know, it gives that refreshing. I, I, that's what, that's what we love about League, man. Well, League...
1: I think League mimics life.
0: Yeah, big time. We've been talking about this a yeah, lot. And, and
1: this was actually one of the biggest reasons why I was drawn to League as a... Why I knew that it could be a career for me or why I really wanted to... One of the reasons anyway, why I wanted to all in on this game, specifically League and not every other game, is it feels like... I mean looking back on my past, I mean, I'm not even that old. I'm sound like an old, I'm trying to sound yeah, like an do, old man, you're but you're I'm, I don't know through shit. through the works. I don't, at the end of the day, I'm 20, i turning 25, Four, 25. I don't know shit. Yeah. I, don't, I barely experienced anything in the grand yeah. scheme of things. Yeah. But, on, Upon we'll reflection, life is just change, changes. That's all life. Especially nowadays. Especially yeah. nowadays with technology. How,
0: how, how fast everything's moved in 10 years. Everything's
1: just boom, boom, boom. And it feels like the ability, and what, and why I'm actually a big advocate for league in terms of young, I mean younger people, um, you know, having league as a hobby is because it forces you to adapt. Mm. If you really want to improve at league, you cannot have a fixed mindset. You can't be stuck in your ways. What works on one patch is not going to work on the next patch. What build works on one patch, or champion that you're playing, or the way you're playing, all of these things change season to season, patch to patch. And you got to adapt. That's what I love about it, and and that's exact same with life. What you do today or this year, the way you can condu- conduct your life, whether professionally in your job, you know, you have to upgrade your skill set. New technology comes out, new protocol, new everything. Um, and I feel like it mimics life incredibly well. And the skill set you develop, or even like the mentality you develop. Through pursuing um, high-level legal legends, translates a lot of it translates to real life, and that's just been the case for me and a lot of other people
0: I know. So I guess the um, interesting thing in terms of that is some people are afraid of change, right? A lot of people are afraid of change. Change is uncertainty. Change scary. is scary, unpredictable. I mean, I always think about um, my grandparents. They never adapted. They don't have phones. They don't even have the internet. Why is that? Why? Why terrifying, man? You know what I mean. But but why why didn't they have that mindset? Is it because the world just didn't move? I mean, they were born in what, like the forties? Well, things 50s? didn't really change until fast. the till the internet boom, right? That was quick. I mean, things changed. I mean, cars and stuff. I mean, right? cars I mean, we and stuff. But in
1: terms of like, music. Betw- if you think about between the forties to say. The eighties, yeah, or seventies, yeah. Between the four okay, 40s, we're talking about World
0: War Two here, man. That, there's a lot that happened after that.
1: Yes, technologically there was, yeah. But in terms of quality of life, yes, it probably did improve. Right, but think about the change that has happened between ni- like 1990, yeah, and 2020.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's that's pretty ridiculous. Come on, just, man. just because of the internet, social media, and all internet. That sort of stuff. Everything. I mean, that's 50. Yeah, so Facebook was around, what, 2004, 5?
1: It had an ir- a ridiculous cultural effect yeah, yeah. on
0: like how children were raised. Children raised, I guess, also where we spend our time, just in front of a screen 24-7. The, right? Yeah,
1: just being in front of a screen, man, for that long.
0: That Like switching from, not being, I guess, not being in front of a screen for a, a long period okay. of time to instantly... Y- you, know you know why? You don't know what you don't know.
1: Okay. Yes, I like that quote. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So, the crazy thing about the internet is that, and social media is you do you do kind of know what you don't know in a way. It's like it's all at your fingertips.
0: Yeah, you can search anything. Right? You can search anything, and yeah. and
1: and it's the possibility of like there's so much stuff out there. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, the only people you knew and could connected with were the people in your little community neighborhood, in your area
0: you could read books and learn from people across the other side of the world
1: yeah but even then dude i mean that was like your history so, so and things like that so that
0: really only started yeah so we've only had this amount of access and this amount of information in the last 25 years right yeah
1: we don't even like know what the effect really is yet yeah I we don't like- do
0: we like Toronto's like sixty seventy years down the track. Yeah, like hundred years so down the scary track. To they'll, think they'll like think about, isn't back it?
1: and like, holy crap, man. We we
0: could be doing something right now that's like equivalent to smoking that we don't. No one knows. I think in terms of sm- yeah, smoking our mentality. Smoking's like the you know how everyone thought it was all good. Yeah. Like, but in the but, 70s, but everyone ha- just smoke. how 60s. crazy is it right now? We think it's like oh, it makes sense. It's like you're like breathing in toxic fumes. But what is that? What is that? What correlation is that, to yeah. us right now? What's
1: the co- comparatively? What is that for us right now?
0: And we might think in fifty years, like how f- ridiculous is it that? They thought that was normal.
1: I mean, that's a, probably the social media addiction and things like yeah. that as well.
0: I think that's one. Thing. Just the constant, just dopamine hit. Like, but how did this? Thing.
1: How did this title league? Oh yeah, change Bad change, change, yeah, change. yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Well, okay. Well, so what I was saying is like, yeah, so we think it's a good thing, but humans by nature, they, we don't like change that much. Mm. We're, we're designed to be in our comfort zone. Your, your, bio, your biology, everything's telling you, hey, Curtis, don't do that thing. We're, we're surviving. We're all good here. You don't need to go, I don't do something extreme, like jump off mm. the bungee jump or jump out of a plane or something like but that. But
1: you get rewarded even in though it way? Could, you get, okay. In the short term, Yeah, it's harder. But in the long term, you're rewarded because we're so short term. Oh, of course, thinking, that's right. Yeah, it's so much yeah, harder for us to like thing. want the change. because or... yeah. okay, if you think about it, let's say we're talking about adapting to a patch. Yeah. Right. Let's yeah. just say you've played this strategy, you've played like this, sh- you know, um, maybe you've played like this Shaco jungle like unique path, um, and you get this little level two gank off every single game. And it works. And you actually climb a lot. Maybe you go from like gold four to gold one. And then with this unique Shaco strategy. And then maybe, you know, vision trinkets change or like something changes with the map where they know where you start Um, or something happens like that. And then you have to adapt. And that level two strategy doesn't work anymore. Now, it's a lot easier to just be like, you know what? I'm going to still do this and like hope it works. Um and then you know i'll just blame riot or something like that like for this this these weird super changes or i can you know go try a new strategy but in the process of trying to find a new strategy you're going to fail a lot you're going to fail you're going to fail you're going to try things weird, out you're going to yeah, try yeah. things out but this also ties into the thing where you've got to be okay with losing you've got to be okay with losing i one of my biggest pet peeves when looking at people's opggs when i coach people and I see people send me their their account. You've got they have like one hundred and fifty games played, or like a two hundred games played on your account. You don't even know where you're at as a player until like three, four, five hundred games. You need to fail and fail and fail. There's, you're not going to get anywhere without failing.
0: So you're saying failing with um, what do you see they fail with item? What are the like, item builds, or is it just failing with like just trying champion mastery? Or
1: you gotta push. You gotta just. Be okay with losing to a certain extent. Even though you don't Oh of course, yeah.
0: Like you don't want to be tying your I always say don't tie your confidence to results of wins and well, losses. That's so hard to do, dude. It's very it's difficult. Very difficult. Because um,
1: it's the only metric that people look at majority of the well, time. Well, if you
0: review a game, it's not. Because mm. if you review a game you say, ah, that makes sense why this game was so difficult. You know what's
1: you know what's actually funny? The process of reviewing games, it's actually the benefit of reviewing games is more mental than it is. In terms of raw gameplay change, I believe. So, let's just say the process of um, having the mentality that... Okay, let's just say you you don't review. There is nothing... It's going to be incredibly difficult for you to not like get tilted or upset or mad or angry or lose confidence when you see that minus 22. But if you go into a review and let's just say you skim over it and you at least see some contributing factors as to why you've lost that game. It's shifting away your focus away from the LP and actually bringing it to gameplay-specific right. specific. things. Yes. And that helps your mentality because you've got the mentality then where it's like you feel somewhat in control or at least you're directing your attention away from that minus that minus that 22. You know, the, the mentality behind that or the confidence or... or yeah, there's something there around just the, the act of loading up the VOD and getting into
0: it, you know? I find that pretty interesting. Think bigger picture here as well. It's like, okay, he's thinking, okay, <clears throat> right now I'm X, I'm a gold one player or I'm a platform player. Um, I'm, I'm not dominating the game. Okay, why is that? And then, you, and then you look back. Okay, this is mistake number one, mistake number two, mistake number three, mistake number four. If we can get that down, this is I mean, this is how I got good at the game. I reduced as little risk as possible And I made as little mistakes as possible I would always have this term It's like What does a perfect game look like With X-Champion That's what I need to get to And it doesn't matter If I lose 20 LP that game It doesn't matter if I gain even 80 LP Can I All that matters is Am I playing perfect League of Legends
1: Uh, I want to shift away from this I I have a, a very I got this as a content request In my Discord Okay and I believe this is actually probably one of the most important topics we'll talk about on this channel.
0: All right, here we
1: go. And I, w- I need to do a video on it, yeah. but I don't really know how to... How this, can to this can be a
0: yeah, trial run. Yeah, I don't really
1: run. know how to structure it. Yeah. Think about um, when someone says, I one lane
0: to you. Yeah. What does that mean to you? I one lane as a jungler.
1: No, let's just say you, but, you just put your. I know you're a jungler, so it's hard to say. Yeah. But just out of no, interest, no, just for I, more knowledge. I like this
0: a lot. This is. I know this was. A, this is going. I like this a lot. <laughs> I love this. Uh, Curtis, we're gonna talk this for, for four hours. Okay.
1: <laughs> what does that mean to you?
0: I, I one lane. lane. So someone means I one lane. Wh- but what does mo- it look like? I've heard this a thousand times. Yeah. I think that it, it's literally an irrelevant statement completely. I think that winning lane, uh, I mean, uh, again, okay, I have this definition of winning lane. So, first we need to define what is, what it, is winning no, no, lane. What does it mean to you first? What I mean wonder what it means to you oh, personally. This is really hard like,
1: if someone says to you, I won
0: lane, I won what lane. You, what
1: is it? What, first thing, you shouldn't even have to think. What's it? Okay, so, best
0: case scenario. So. <laughs> This is unrealistic, but they've solo killed in three times. You're up yeah. 40 CS. Okay. And they've also impacted the Mac okay. in some way. <laughs> okay. That's what winning lane means. <laughs>
1: okay. That, I think you're spot on. That's yeah. what most people view as winning lane. Yeah. Most people view winning lane as I solo killed. Sure, yes. I like. I
0: have like five CS lead.
1: Yeah. You know, like whatever it is. It's yeah. This is this, this crazy shit. Yeah. You know what the reality is in most What's matchups? Up? Yeah. Winning lane can literally be. Going 8 CS per minute.
0: 8 CS per minute. So, do you know what's fascinating? That, that's not good, right? 10 CS. You want no, ten? Eight, eight, 8 CS is, is still solid. Okay. Super yeah. solid. Yeah.
1: Right? <clears throat> the fascinating thing is, right, is that because every montage or every like... Everything out there is telling you solo kill equals win lane. But that's actually not the case, right? If you're playing, say, Kale into Zed or... Ka- Let's say you're playing... Maybe Orianna into so you're playing no let's just say you're playing Kale into Fizz or something. If you go eight CS per minute and
0: Fizz maybe doesn't get a roam off, yeah, you one lane Yeah, hard one lane dude, you That's hard GG. one lane because okay so it, it's a lim- it's eliminating champion so so I guess champion identity needs to come into this doesn't it? So what does that champion want to do? And if I eliminate that, then I. I mean again not even winning lane like I've just done my job.
1: Well sometimes even winning lane can be as as little as as yeah again farming ages a even. minute and going even going even going anyway. even yeah. in a lane can yeah. literally be one
0: yeah. lane you one lane. And and you know what um uh the let's say the the person who's playing the early strong early champion versus the scaling champion again they might be 10 cs up or or solid yeah. killed them once they haven't won lane because it's yeah. not enough. It's not enough. Or like, they they yeah. didn't push it further. They should have impacted the map like as they, well. They
1: might even think, you know, I'm 20 CS up, but they think I won lane. But there's like, they could have done, they should have been pushed it way, way more further. given they, the mid They missed miss so
0: many opportunities. You know. So
1: yeah, what I'm getting at here is that people, it is a very important to And I, I think I need to do a video on this is explain Absolutely. like in these matchups, all of these matchups, dude, you shouldn't be getting a solo kill. You shouldn't yeah. even have the mentality to get a solo kill. Yeah. You should be taking it slow, relaxing. Yeah. And a lot of the time, because people feel like, oh, I'm playing ranged into melee. I need to do this. Or I'm in this matchup. This this Vlad's going to scale. You know, or whatever it is. So sometimes winning lane is very small things. If you have pressure in the lane, and that could literally be you hard dumpster lane. There's, I actually see that sometimes where you're playing... Um, Say you're like a fizz, for example, and yeah, and like the fizz, maybe you, you've completely like, you know, you've warded very well. You've you've actually taken only very small trades. You haven't heavy traded at all, so you stayed incredibly healthy. You haven't had to burn any of your summoners. you farmed relatively well, and you, say you got to your lost chapter, you hired dumpster lane. Yeah, that's and the story. GG done. And 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 people don't view it like that because they're like, well, but you know, but look at the game state i haven't done anything i'm 000 and you know i haven't affected any side lanes and my bot lane's
0: losing but people feel pressured to do something but
1: that's f- sometimes you are still going to lose those games man
0: if you don't lose mid tower man for if you're playing oriana and you don't lose mid tower for 25 sometimes minutes sometimes in some of those matchups if you
1: lose zero plates it's gg yeah it's gg yeah, that's right. you can stall the game out forever yeah, yeah. so um Yes, I just find that interesting. A good, dude. It's a very a interesting t- thing. I mean Yeah, I mean
0: it's a, it's a it's just a cop out, man. Win lane, lose game after lobby. They get people get angry about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Go to Curtis's Patreon, sign up to if you're a mid laner, sign up to his coaching, and Curtis can tell you a hundred things you've done wrong with your lane. You did not win lane. We at don't even all. need my
1: coaching, it. you see from my content. Yeah, just from your content. Even just from my content, you can just see yeah, so, so my e- videos.
0: E- each guide would have an idea of best case scenario how to win lane, right?
1: Definitely. I mean in most of my videos, Wait, so, I don't get solo kills. So specif- It's very rare.
0: Specifically Zed, what does winning lane for Zed mean? Well, again, it's very matchup specific. Got it.
1: And this is where you're not going to learn everything overnight. Yeah. Right? So I could, you know, you could watch my guide and um, you may ask me a thousand questions. How? I, like, that's fine. But take it one step at a time. You're not going to understand every single matchup. Say you're a, a, you're wanting to learn Zed. There's, You can speed up that process. Right? What are you doing? Don't worry, I'm just checking it.
0: You it's can just, it's all good.
1: You can speed up that process by watching my videos and things like that. But at the end of the day, man, it's gonna take a long time to understand all of those matchups. And all I recommend in terms of speeding up that process, have a hypothesis mm. based off your your understanding of that champion. This is how
0: off- I want the this is how I think it should go.
1: Then go into a VOD after in YouTube, type in that exact same matchup, Zed versus Kale, and see how maybe one or two other people approached it and ask yourself, hmm, I wonder why they did that. Why would they do that? Why would they play the wave like that? Or how did they use their abilities here? Could why have been a
0: mistake. It? it could have been a mistake. But they
1: could have even played, played it wrong. You've got to play yeah. devil's advocate every yeah. single time. Always question. And then you refer it. Then Maybe you can ask a question in my Discord. Maybe you can ask someone else, whatever it is. And you start to fill in those gaps. You're not going to go from zero to 100 and um, winning, and you're not even going to know what winning looks like in a lot of these matchups, but just enjoy the process. sit back, relax,'t you're not going to go from zero to 100 overnight. you know it's a long- term process. But we'll come back to this in the future. maybe some figure out how to do a video on it, and because there's so many I don't I know how I, to I, do I, it there's do, so uh, many things to cover.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's what, what would you title the video? Winning lane does not exist.
1: Well, the biggest no. You know what I would do it on. I would actually do a video on small wins.
0: Yeah, small wins. That's what small it's wins about. is yeah.
1: the philosophy behind it.
0: Oh, I love small wins. man. Small
1: wins is probably the greatest, single greatest con- league concept out there. Yeah. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's probably one of the most important. Probably one of the most important league concepts for you to internalize if you want long term reliable results. Long term
0: reliable consistent results. Absolutely.
1: But you know how so we had a performance director on Direwz, right? And um what he this guy this he he's a, he worked in with big companies like he works with, like corporate financial companies, traders. Fina- financial traders. So he found a lot of overlap in similarities between pro gamers financial and financial trading
0: stock market in
1: the stock market because in the stock market and financial trading it's very high stakes Little high pressure gains. people get tilted and frustrated because they they have yeah. to they have to be very logical right you can't af- afford to let your emotions get into it because if you see a stock dropping you can't just panic and exit you got to you know you got to assess the situation is my portfolio balanced or maybe this makes sense why does this not make sense and you got to like really get into the the actual reality of the situation yeah. And when he worked with our team, what he saw was that the best players in terms of decision-making were the ones that were able to stay the most coherent. Remember, we always used to use that word. Coherence. I need to use that word more actually, coherent. coherence. And basically what coherent means is just you're level-headed, you're clear, you see clarity. You're not letting your emotions dictate your decisions in the game.
0: And how did... How did um Jonathan, help us get coherent. What was the main thing?
1: And he worked with deep breathing exercises. Deep breathing exercises. We got... And one player he worked with on our team specifically used to get extremely emotional, very into the game. And like when he got a solo queue, he would get pumped up and go like spam his keyboard and get like very into the game. And he worked with that guy specifically and was able to reduce, lower his heart rate. He put like this heart rate monitor on. make sure, And he used to do breathing exercises in, sometimes in the game. If he died... As well um, He would He would do Take three deep breaths And then
0: What's the next move What's the next objective And bring it back To what's next Instead of thinking How can oh, i get so angry here? I gotta, like, I gotta oh, get revenge On this oh, guy yeah, I gotta kill this guy I hate this guy
1: And you've For those of you Who've watched my content You've probably already seen Losing gracefully Is a skill
0: Love it Love losing gracefully I did a whole thing on it Losing hard gracefully th- Is a skill It's hard to accept sometimes Because You wanna be the playmaker You don't wanna sit back And get carried But B But you carrying Is actually losing gracefully
1: well you you trying to be the carry can lose you the game.
0: Yeah, exactly right. Cause Literally. then you're you're baiting your fed teammates into bad fights.
1: Yeah, and then someone else on your team is is strong and maybe your role in that game is just to peel. You know? And then the jungle's trading sides of the map, your jungle's playing on bot side, playing towards your eighty carry and not playing towards you. Mm. So you just got your you winning the game is by drawing pressure mid and from the enemy jungle and not dying to that gank. That's what Faker used to do all the time. That's how Faker climbs so much. He Man, if pressure. I'm,
0: if, if I'm a jungler and someone's drawing pressure to me and I'm failing the gank, I need to review that. And that's, that's a game losing mistake. That's what I'll call. But you know,
1: what's interesting, we haven't touched on coherence at all as a concept. Yeah, no coherence. I forgot about it completely. Yeah. It just uh, I need mind. to talk
0: about it more with my coaching clients. because. Um, Dude, put the mic next to your mouth, ding dong. Oh, sorry. I've been pretty good so far, Liz, by the way.
1: I haven't been paying attention. It's, again,
0: it's every time I turn this direction, there's
1: probably some people in, I'm in front of their monitor right now. <sighs> like, Fuck you, Nathan. You. I'll idiot. just turn on
0: my audio levels for that. I, right. I feel like if I sit here, this direction, yeah, it's just better. Um, yeah, coherence. I need. A, I need. A, I need. A, I need to dig up some of that material. I still got some. Yeah, of we that. got I'll, some I'll, of that material, do we? Audio. Maybe we hit John a lot, man. But um, yeah, coherence and just being level headed all the time. It's all about clarity in the game, focus, and. What's the next move? What's the next move? Never thinking about the past. You know the past you can think about in the review after. I talk about that in my translating
1: leads video. What's next? That simple simple question.
0: Yeah. What is next? next? What's what's the best decision given the current information I have in this game right now?
1: It's incredibly difficult to be logical and level-headed in a game like League of Legends though. That's why it's so addictive though. Well, yep. that's one of the reasons why League's the greatest game as there's, well. There's
0: a range of emotions you're feeling.
1: This ties back to that thing we are talking about before, too. Yeah. Why life mimics League. Yeah. There's
0: a range it's of emotions. Chaos. Chaos.
1: There is so much chaos. Solic in the... is the
0: definition of chaos. All
1: right. If you were to list, list... Okay, think about your life right now. There's elements of it which are extremely chaotic. I highly doubt any of you out there have this perfect Sims life where... You've got the perfect amount of money coming in, well, perfect relationship. E,
0: even if you do, humans are very good at finding problems. In <laughs> they'll, right? they'll find a way to screw it up. Yeah, everyone finds a way to screw it <laughs> It might be like temporarily up. for like a day yeah.
1: and then the next day something happens. Yeah, But that's what happens in life. I mean, and maybe to put a, this might put a bit of a dim on it, but you know, maybe your family member might get sick mm. or you or someone gets run over. Or you get food poisoning, or the, you get stuck in an elevator for three hours, like someone did in our building. You know, anything can happen, which can cause chaos in your life. Life is S- level one chaotic. fight,
0: a, a crazy level one fight in league. And then in league. Chaos level Someone's one three fight, and oh.
1: Someone abusing you in chat. You okay, Skype tilted an AFK. How are you going to adapt?
0: Getting getting level two ganked by a Shaco. How are you going to adapt? That's that's that that's literally the question you ask. What are you going to do about it? You're going to sit there and just be a victim, blameless victim, or you're going to to make the best decision given the current circumstances. It might be a bad circumstance and it might not be your fault. And that's the thing I always say with, you know, League. It's like, oh, well, like he died here or, Mm. you know, accept, move on.
1: Yeah. Now, sorry, I might be stealing your topics that you wanted to cover, but there was another topic here. This kind of ties onto this one. It's quite nice, I think. Yeah. so, let me, let me get my phone here. So, I wrote it down on my notes. So, this is an interesting one. Okay. Another interesting one. I'm getting J- spicy, you, dude. Yeah, this is, getting these good. are good, man. I'm getting good. Um, so, you know how we're listening to that Mike Tyson podcast?
0: Yeah. The Joe Rogan one. The
1: Joe Rogan one. And he talks about confidence and delusion mm. being delusional
0: mm. I like this alright yep.
1: now thinking about the best players in league that I've worked with mm. and thinking about even the, the the highest performing athletes across all sports there's they are delusional they have insane egos they have insane amount of confidence but there's a danger to that because if you aren't really that good or maybe you are blowing smoke and you're not you haven't actually put in the work then you're not in reality and you can significantly hurt your ability to see reality and get better at the game or get better at your craft so where I'm going with this a little bit and we'll kind of tie it all together here young players mm. 16 year olds mm. they know 15, 16, 17 year olds can simultaneously be either be extremely good because they don't overcomplicate things and have they have this own narrative in their mind that they're incredibly good. So I'm So much the best, better than everyone else. I'm like, stomping these
0: noobs. But especially pro players. Like like the, the amount of confidence that he steals. young kids, you know? You cocky young kid killing, beating an LCS player. That makes that player to the point of delusion, which is good. It helps their confidence. They play a lot they more They play different.
1: better. They play with confidence. And then they're, just, they're in their own head. Mm. They're on another world. But that yeah. actually ha- helps them play so much better because mm. they're not overthinking things. Mm. And if they die... They just say, "Oh yeah, that was just a that was a uncharacteristic mistake." I'm always, I'm still the best. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that can really work for some people yeah. to a certain extent. Yeah. Then you've got the old older players though, but sometimes older players do overcomplicate things. They lose confidence so my, easily. That's
0: my problem in soloky 100. percent Confidence, right? right? Yeah. And and I overthink everything.
1: Overthink. Oh my god, why did I die here? Is it because like you know maybe I'm not focused because I didn't do my laundry or some shit <laughs> <laughs> like like i don't know dude like or you know maybe you like you like damaged psychologically from your like dad abusing you or something i don't know yeah but then but then you know it can or it can flip very quickly where young players don't have the emotional intelligence or the maturity to be able to bounce back and see reality if something's not not working whereas an older player maybe is able to get into that review ask themselves those cl- critical questions and come out the other end so I want your take on this whole thing, man. May, maybe I'm, I'm talking nonsense right now. No, I, go, yeah. I don't
0: know how to articulate it. I really don't. I mean, I think about this as well. I mean, all right. So, we, I mean, we can get specific with players here, right? And I don't like calling people dumb or smart, right? But I hate from, using that so much. But from my experience, um, the smarter or the more you think about things the harder it is for you to get better at them for some reason. Because the logical thing is, is you're always trying to find logic and reasoning in, in everything. And the smarter you are, the better narratives you can come up with in your head that are so convincing that are like, like, like let's say you're, you're convincing me why your gold one. You could, like the, a very, very intelligent person can literally be like, um, come up with this amazing narrative and I'll actually believe them. And, and most of it might actually be true. And I'm like, you actually got a good point there what do we want to do about what it what do you want to do about it why but, even, but, but they why can't accept because it? they've got that narrative in their head all good to go but again don't want to use the word dumb or smart someone who else is just hasn't thought hasn't even worried about thinking that far no, i would say i just in, i just suck at this like i'm just, just mechanically like that's it's something simple no
1: but less i think it's less dumb or smart it's more present versus concern about the future you know how there's personality okay. types where yeah some personality types, you know, I don't know if it's Amir's Briggs or it's like one of those personality types where you've got the play. there's people who have a more of a concern about their future self, whereas others are more in the moment. Got it. And I think that's a big thing. Yeah. You got someone who's just kind of chilling, relaxed, very, yeah. you probably have a friend out there who's like, you know, very chill and relaxed and kind of chill, man, relax, just, you know, have a bit of weed or whatever it is. And then they, you know, they don't overthink stuff. They might that, even that be in a pretty like, bad.
0: Sport. Oh, what, what happens if I, you know, smoke up with this guy? Yeah, like what happens if, like, you know, how am I going to get home? Yeah, gonna, like, uh, yeah. You, know, you think of all the logistics yeah. of the
1: situation, but they're like so relaxed. It's kind of with league players, the people that are very like present in the moment can sometimes. I'd actually... say that
0: I think that that's it, Curtis. I think it's present. I mean, the way that I view it. Okay, let's think about Mike Tyson's glory years, right? No one would ever say that Mike Tyson's like an intellectual Steve Hawking genius, right? He is just doing. Like, you know, in the, you know, talk to animal instincts. Animal instincts are great because you're you're focusing on survival. You're focusing on, you have to focus on the present and the now because there's not going to be a future potentially if you don't survive this fight that, you know, this boxing match right now. And the way you would view, view that as League, it's like, I need to think about what's happening right now in the specific moment of the game, my mechanics, my decision-making versus, oh, like I messed this up. How does this affect my climb in the future? oh no, I lose 20 LP this game. That hurts me so much. Like, this is what people think about. No, do, you wanna, do you want
1: to hear a horror story about me then? And oh, okay. why I, f- I actually probably was not a good competitive player. Yeah. So I played competitive as a mid laner, right? Yeah. I played for Wolves. Yeah, I played on stage. Is. We made like the semifinals. In the grand final. We made the you grand final versus final. Chiefs. Yeah. And I remember specifically this one game. It, was like, it happened to be both finals that I played on stage as well. I remember I was in this really bad matchup. And I died. I think it was playing Cho'gath mid into a Nivia mid. Swift as a Nivea mid. And I died early game. Or remember, remember level one, game. something happened. I remember this game. And I was so oh, happened, in my head. Yeah. I remember actively thinking, imagine what everyone is thinking about me. There you go. There I was go. just thinking of everything else but yeah. that game. Yeah, I was not thinking about how to win. I wasn't thinking about how to play my trades and my lane. I was like... I was thinking about everyone else. What my parents watching this game is. What my friends watching this game. What, what does this
0: mean? What does it mean for the roster in the future? What does it is mean? someone going to leave? Like, am I? I gonna just want to get out of
1: this game. And th- like, I was thinking so much shit
0: during a during, grand final game. During
1: a grand grand final game. Yeah. Exact same thing happened to me when I was playing top. Specifically, this was when Echo Top was OP. Remember, and no one knew about it. And yeah. Tally got information from somewhere that echo top was op and yeah. i just played maokai yeah i was playing maokai into echo top and this echo top was like running over me yeah and my whole mind was like what is everyone gonna say right now what is everyone <laughs> thinking about me because i was such so insecure but again i was i would say as a person i'm that second type of person where i'm always thinking about the future my future yeah you're self. very logical future self. i'm very logical in that sense and it screwed me up. It holds you back. It, it holds does. me back so much. And it's probably a big reason why I'm even at the level I am now and not higher. I have the the knowledge and probably the skill level on paper to be much higher ranked than I am now. Yes, I'm still challenger, but I could be way higher challenger. But I, I have so much mental barriers and sh- bullshit. It's
0: like through experience. It's like experience actually hinders you in some aspects as well, you know?
1: I guess it's kinda of where the coherence and meditation stuff comes into play. But that stuff didn't exist. I had no, no idea we, about we, that.
0: We'd we would never talk about that. I mean, you know, you know, and this is actually one of my one of my points and I've been seeing this a lot sometimes with my coaching clients, is solo queue schedule mm. and the importance of schedule and I mean, how many players have you seen that play fifteen games a day and then winning thirteen games or losing thirteen games in a row? I talk about this all the time, dude. Schedule is so important. But but we never did that to get good, Curtis. And a lot of the players right now don't even have a schedule. You know, you know how we talked about in the last podcast about mm-hmm. um, you would rather someone that's played 2,000 games in Korea challenge a 500 LP yeah. rather than 800 LP? Yeah. How, does that, how does that tie together?
1: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't how it? i is thought that? about this.
0: It's like you can't tell me a schedule's worked for Faker. Faker's never had a solid schedule. Maybe he does now, but he yeah, didn't Yeah, but I think they're good. just anomalies, dude.
1: I, I really do. Do
0: you think can, a consistent schedule, that's where, that's where we're heading? That, that's what the best players in the world no, were. No, because back were, were then, headed.
1: yeah, that, 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 like, you, none no of that one did stuff it. existed. No
0: one did it, yeah. So like, you're not even competing against... Basically, like Faker
1: could have been better than he what, than yeah, what he was with, if he was had scheduled. someone like a proper coach. Like,
0: yeah.
1: we're, we're talking like a John Wooden level coach. Imagine if Faker had an insane role model. Okay, imagine the kid right now. Let's think about in the future here. Faker turns into a coach and a huge role model mm. for a young 15, 14-year-old kid mm. in Korea, mid-laner. Who then goes under the T1 organization, gets perfect environment, perfect tutorage or whatever, schedule, system, boom. What's going to happen to that kid? How good will he be? That's a good point. He could not make it though. But... There's not a given. Well, think about Mike Tyson, dude. His trainer was an absolute... They had a... It's like yeah, all he has regimented, and, and
0: same with Floyd Mayweather and his dad, right? They're all yeah.
1: insane, disciplined schedules. It's, I mean, it does
0: come down to so schedule is important. What person
1: in any domain has been like in a ridiculously like gone to that like the world highest class. of the highest world class without some form of a, a schedule? Yes, they had natural talent and they got to a certain level already. Like Mike Tyson had the physique of an eight; he was fighting eighteen-year-olds when he was fifteen. Yeah, his physique was ridiculous. Yeah,
0: that which obviously doesn't apply to league that much, but
1: but but in terms of no, but I think there's. You know, talent in league for sure. Of course. Yeah. Um, well, I mean my take on talent anyway, I don't know about yours, my, my take on talent, there's a few things for league specifically. Talent, I think by definition, though, even there's though probably not a definition, but my own definition is, you know, you just learn faster. Talent is the ability to look, pick up things faster than someone else. That's what I think it is. It's a
0: propensity to pick up something faster. So just natural ability to pick up something faster. Uh, so, so, so. What about how does drive play into that? Why is someone has that, but they're not as driven as someone who's driven who's going to figure it out eventually? And they're just so driven to do that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I I think that, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's really hard to say, right? It's hard to compare. It's like apples and oranges, really different. I don't know.
0: So I think it's hard. I mean, I mean, right, if that's the case, if that's the case, Curtis, in terms of just how no one schedules anything right now, yeah. in terms of solo queue practice, obviously obviously, scrims are scheduled. That's a wide thing, right? That's a schedule thing. But in terms of solo queue practice, but we're not talking about pro players here. We're talking about the people that want to become pro players, right? Yeah. Do, do you think that that not means that we're just scraping the surface of what the best league players will look like in 10 years from now? I mean, Because okay. no one does it. So then if you're saying that, no, but you it know, ties we have this in schedule. In,
1: okay. Okay. This is where things get a little bit complicated with league though, because you do need to spam hey, you the, need game. the games. You do. You, you need actually kind of yeah. do need the games. Even if, well, what was the philosophy of some of the guys we used to have in Die Wars? Remember what they used to say? It's like, I would rather play a game at 10% focus mm. than not play at all. Yeah. That's how bad they wanted to win. And, and then, the, then, then the question gets raised, okay, are you actually hurting your performance tomorrow by not getting that rest? And you won't be able to actually compete at the level you would have been able to in terms of intensity focus during those really intense six scrims rather than like, so maybe because you're only getting five hours sleep rather than eight and you're playing those three extra solo games. But then, okay, on the flip side, you're maybe that 10% focus and like somewhat autopilot games you've played at the end of the night something might stick you know
0: something randomly something randomly randomly sticks in those situations (laughs) you don't want to be relying on that because if your game day is next day you don't want to be changing anything you're sticking to a plan I mean I don't we don't know this stuff though I don't think esports has been around long enough for us to comment you know this is what what you and I work on all day like we'll eventually figure figure it
1: out eventually and like when we do this podcast 10 years from now I'll be like Remember we had the we had conversation of episode two, of broken by a concept. So
0: we just know what makes the best players. Yeah. Done. Here yeah. we go. You know. I wish I
1: could go back in time and tell these numb nuts what the answer was. Yeah, the scouting scouts. Well, then, but what's interesting as well? You got players like Wonder and G two who barely play the game. Just
0: plays you, World of Warcraft. Plays WoW. <laughs> yeah, during Worlds. Yeah.
1: And remember that other team that performed really well at Worlds, and they played the whole team couldn't get scrims, so all they did was play WoW. Yeah. What was that team? Oh wait. Oh, right. that was
0: um, we Albus the, Knox. Knox. We weren't. That was before. Oh, we were that was good. before us. Uh, so Albus, Albus Knox, Knox. Yeah, and they went they, they went on vacation. And they just like, played
1: WoW the whole yeah. preparation period, and then they they made semis, didn't they? They made quarters. Quarters. Yeah, versus H. They made quarterfinals yeah. as a wildcard team. Yeah, playing WoW.
0: They beat the best team in the world. What was it, Rocks Tigers, at that time? Yeah, they beat Rocks or something in yeah. a best of one. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, it's interesting. So I it? mean,
1: just <laughs> so many questions raised. Yeah, some things just but don't it's sort make of sense. different to like things like bodybuilding and like other sports because they figured it out, man. Yeah. Like largely, I mean, yes, they're still making improvements. That they have really nailed down what works and what doesn't work. But in in esports and league specifically,
0: no one knows shit. No one knows why people are good and why people aren't. You can have a good idea, but you know, you don't have it as down to as much as but like... Like you said last do.
1: podcast, I don't think it's been around long mm-hmm. enough. I don't think we have You can have around. hypotheses, but no one can actually say anything solid. No. And at the end of the day, what me and you teach, this is all our, our hunch, my yeah. hunch. Yeah. And Experience. I think what will help, I would say the average person. I think the average person would still... Benefit from having less games with more intensity. I still think that Uh, though. My hunch is that
0: I'm a I'm a big fan of that. Yeah,
1: because again, like you're just not competing at your highest level. I see someone autopiloting two. You know, you're autopiloting six games. Like, what are you learning? What are you taking away from this game, rather than like playing three very intense, focused games with a review in between each.
0: And you can actually see what you're when you review that game. You're playing at your best, so. Instantly, you can take learnings. Ah, oh, I missed that. I missed that. That's yeah. what I need to work on. Versus 10% focus, you, won't even, you don't even want to be motivated to review after because your excuse is I'm 10% focused. What's the point of reviewing yeah, the, the game? It's the
1: excuse that you tell yourself. That's the toxic bit. The toxic yeah, the bit toxic is going bit. into it's, the it's game the if the you're autopiloting is, I know I wasn't playing at my best. So that, that's an uncharacteristic mistake. But if you know you're coming into the game with intent, like intensity and focus, you know that there's no excuse that you can tell yourself. That's you. It's all on you. That's, that was your level of play.
0: So given that, I mean, yeah. I mean, again, I'm a big believer. I'm a big person. I always say 110% focused. You must be playing every single game. All right. Well, do we want to move on to another topic? What Cody? were
1: some of your topics? I've I've, I can go on forever. i got so many juicy topics, but what, what were some of the things you wanted to cover today, um, Nate
0: Duke? Well, I wanted, I wanted to talk a little bit because a lot of people I saw in the comment section asking about dials. And it's a lot of people want to know how your coaching journey and stuff like that.
1: So how I became a coach, or yeah. right? where, well, where we, we, how I okay. got to where the position we were in. Yeah, both let, of us. Let,
0: let's do a bit of a timeline here. So we talked a little bit about high school, right? Yeah. Obviously, we knew each other and stuff like that. That's so, great. Um, finished high school and we talked about you know schoolies. So I I never went to schoolies because that was my first competition. I got drafted into. Mm-hmm. So I got picked up by Frenetic Array, and that was the first competition. Actually, funny story around that. Um, so I remember, so in in league as well. Uh, people, I do we talk? about I kind of think we talked about this, but I never typed ever in the chat when I started playing League. Yeah, and like I, I've, I can literally say, can you believe that I can actually say because I've never been toxic once. I've yeah. never typed something toxic once in probably ten thousand League games. Right, yeah, that's insane. Because I never spoke, and why I never spoke was because I mean it actually came from an egotistical perspective because yeah. it came from WoW, and I played with a bunch of American players. I thought I never knew anyone from Australia who was good at games. So no one was worth my time to talk to. Yeah. Which was just me being a cocky six. Oh, seven, so, that's, year what, kid.
1: that's what young 15, 16 year old kids So, like. So for
0: that reason, but it was actually good for me in a way because then I could never be, have an excuse to be toxic because I'm like, I'm just going to be so much this better than this This guy's not worth my time in a way. So I rock up to my first land, Everyone thinking I'm some Chinese Korean import because no one thought that I, I didn't speak English. Yeah, and there's some I white, rock kids. Up, some white kid, I literally said, I'm rippy. And they didn't believe I remember you. it was Spooks, I think, it was Sam. And then they laughed. They literally yeah. laughed. Of like, And they didn't believe you. They didn't believe me. People didn't believe me. I literally had to, like, prove... I like had to log in on my account oh and my prove God. it. Oh, my God. And then... Um, and then they're like, holy shit, and they didn't know how to look at me because they thought I'd be some like Chinese <laughs> yeah. like Korean
1: kid. You told me this story. They, because you never spoke So They, never spoke, they, no they thought knows. that you didn't speak English. I didn't I
0: didn't even add anyone. I'd never spoke yeah. to anyone. Even the highly players, even the pro players. And because time, you were ranked I'm, two at the time, right? Yeah, I was ranked two. That's yeah. how I got picked up. Well, I did I did end up adding Uber Giants, bro because he wanted me on the team, right? Yeah, he was good as well. Um so yeah, so that was so that was it. So then Frenetic Array, I played on that team for like four months. And I mean that I was this is the actual thing as well. I just want to talking about solo key versus competitive, yeah. I had zero competitive competitive. competitive experience and i was like instantly like the top two jungle in the region yeah and I never played competitive Just because I was so good at the game in solo, solo, like I was beating all these Old school competitive junglers You know I mean
1: but the game Has changed a lot since
0: then It's changed a lot It's yeah. hard to compare Because there was no such thing As professional players no. back then you and No one
1: reviewed player. stuff And they, there was barely any macro just, Back then anyway was Everyone was playing solo queue It was just it was solo, solo queue yeah. 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 And
0: I was just damn good at solo queue So I yeah. stand around advantage So it's kind of hard to say that but so, anyway. so yeah Played for that team for a bit um, And then we got picked up By Team Dignitas Remember that was about Six minutes Six months later So, yep. so Team Dignitas They had that NA team I'm a pie, You know Skara um, and then they expanded to OS. they expanded to os um and that this was before the rule changes which eventually came so they expanded to os we joined that team we did regional finals we came like third fourth that part and then i got kicked from the team because i was too one-dimensional and that that gave me the drive to start dials essentially yeah so that that's that's and then i was like because what what i hated but this is when most. you
1: were first year university wasn't it yeah that's right this is when so i was 18, you were 18. Yeah. yeah when yeah. i
0: started dials i was 18 so um, I get, I get get kicked out of that team, and I was so angry. So and i'm no, like,
1: you should even talk about. Remember, you were on Skype with me, and we we're talking about team names, and we had a list.
0: We had a list, yeah. And
1: we remember one of them was like Mammoth.
0: I gotta find the the list. Yeah, There was Mammoth. There was dude. Mammoth. There. Was uh, yeah, team, there Farmers. The team Farmers. Remember Team Farmers. Team
1: Farmers. Actually, you made. A, oh, I was account. gonna go with Farmers. Team Farmers. Yeah. yeah. And you, were, I remember you were on Skype with me. And we were like, well, what should we call it? Well, you know,
0: well, yeah. I mean, okay. So the interesting thing when I when I started figuring out, okay, I want, I definitely want to make my own team. Want to make my own organization because I didn't want to be under anyone. Because I'm like, I'm not going to get kicked, dude. I want to, I want to be the leader. I want to be in charge. Yeah, that's just the way I am, right? So then I'm like, all right, I got to make a team. I was like, oh, well, I got like this friend, Curtis, man, like from high school. Yeah. Like, he's not, he's good at the game, but he doesn't spend time playing enough. I feel like it could be really good. Yeah,
1: I didn't actually play that much league. And then.
0: I like had to convince you and We started joining, remember? You were playing Ziggs and I was playing mm. something like that. Mm. And then we got pretty high on the ladder. I yeah, remember we you were top 10 or something like that. Yeah, I got you know? top 10. Yeah. We were both like top 10. And then we're like, okay, well, who are other good solo queue players? And then we And we scanned the ladder, I remember. We just got all the best players on the solo queue ladder, right? So it was Charlie, Chuffer. Oh, it was King. Sorry, King. No, he came later. No, but King couldn't play with us because he was too young. King was too young.
1: No, the, the, actually, you know, the real story about King was not that at all. That's actually not how it went you're thinking oh, you're no, yeah, your oh, no. a
0: bit oh yeah sorry King was before then wasn't it Oh, I'll tell you oh yeah. tell about that that was when I was on Fernandica Rain so, so the, the yeah so, so
1: I, I got a story this is all yeah. we'll tied together yeah so so back in the day you guys watching probably do have similar things they would have like local internet cafe tournaments where you could just sign up with your friends and play for cash and the team that won everyone would meet up at this internet cafe teams would play sign up and you'd you know the winners got cash anyway I was playing this tournament and we used to like go to them because we we're the highest ELO players in, Mel- in our, uh, Melbourne. So we used to like always dominate them pretty much. And I remember like after between one of my games or after one of my games, looking at this kid playing. I was like standing behind him. And I was like, this guy was an eighty carry. I was like, who the hell is this guy?
0: Little Vietnamese he, boy. Yeah, this
1: little Vietnamese <laughs> kid. And I was like, these mechanics. I've never seen anything like this. The way he was like microing his character and the way he was he's just everything the way he was playing the game i was like in awe i was like i haven't seen anything like this and even though he was only he was low diamond like or even i think it was even lower than that he might have been platinum he was no i'm pretty
0: sure it was mid he was low diamond yeah low diamond diamond.
1: and he's like we were like high elo we'll challenge her he was low diamond so i'm like okay what's going on here and i spoke to him like dude like how old are you and he was like 15 or something and um I was like, "Well, do you want to play for Diwals? I think like, we like we introduced. We, we, we said, started
0: for, forming the team from there. We okay. tried to form the I team from right. there, but then yeah. no, he was too
1: young, so we couldn't get him. Yeah. I was like, okay, as soon as you turn 17 or 16 or 17 yeah. Um, 17, yeah, I want you to play for the We want you to play for Diwals, yeah. pretty much. So no one knew him at the time. His name was like FBG Frostbite Gaming, was it really? best AD? Ah. It was FBG best AD. Yeah, and that's who today we know as King, who." won the C9 Academy... They, the C9 Academy oh, won... They, they won the Academy... Of region the Academy, Academy team. Yeah. He was one of the best eighty carries in the Academy region. Academy in NA. Right. Um, he won... He's won OS... F- five five gone to times. Worlds, MSI, five, like four or five times.
0: So you're the reason for Calvin's success. Well, he would
1: have probably got there anyway, <laughs> yeah, but no. I, I just haven't... That's the way I found out about it, yeah, And that's so, how we got... That's how Dials got. Yeah, the
0: original... No, the, I remember the announcement. The original roster was me, you, uh, Charlie um calvin and then calvin yeah because remember we played the cyber game tournament yeah the cyber game and there was no age limit on that ah. that's why right and then the regional finals and stuff like came up and right? then we had to get chuff right? and then we had to get chuff and then he played adc so so th- so for timeline, so this was all so um that's so 20 2014 or 2014 14. so beginning of 2014 teams in the test i got kicked i was pissed off yep. wanted to start dials Convinced Curtis to be a pro gamer. <laughs> yeah. We built a team out of pure solo queue talent. Um, we came top four at PAX, PAX Australia 2014.
1: And then that automatically qualified us that, to OPL. And that
0: automatically qualified us <laughs> into so the lucky. professional league. That happened at the perfect time. And remember, remember, we beat. My team that kicked me. Yeah, we beat the team that, team kicked, that kicked you. you which yeah. was, that was the best feeling to get into the OPL. Oh, dude. Dude, you know?
1: no, I got to tell you something. Even, that was so fun. There's so many other little stories we need to tie in together. Okay, here. yeah. You know what? I got to tell my university story. remember the League of Legends group? <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I forgot about that one.
1: <laughs> this story is awesome. Yeah. So, when I was a... So, I went to university and I studied like surveying, you know, like... For the Melbourne people. You can tell them what uni. You might as well yeah, tell Yeah, RMIT it. in, in, in Melbourne, Melbourne. Um, Like, you know, engineering surveying and stuff like that. Anyway, uh I was so I was still very self conscious about me playing games. Yeah, right? No one knew still about a closet gamer. I was at that still point. a closet gamer. And I found out that at my university they just started the first year a League of Legends club. And I was a very I was actually at the time, this is when I was actually going through a lot of shit like I was like depressed as hell. Like I wasn't a very social dude at that time. Actually, no. That's when I I was used to clubbing all the time, and yeah, I just come your party clubbing. years. Your I went I years. went past clubbing though. I kind of did it too much. I yeah, went over it. Got it. And I was I went through this really dark time, and I was not that social sociable. And then there was this League of Legends club, and I remember talking to someone. I said, there's gonna be nerds, and like I don't want to do this. this. Is weird, like because I'd never told anyone or been around other people that played the game. Nathan was the only person that I was around." in a friend sense, out like that was kind of in and out of the league scene kind of. And I was still self-conscious about it. Anyway, I just I got convinced and I went to this this first League of Legends club meeting. And what it was, it was all these people who went to the university and were sitting around, it was like the introdu- introductory first meeting of the club. And there was about probably about forty people probably 40 people sitting in this massive circle, maybe more. It's like,
0: a, uh, it's like a, uh, an alcoholism yeah, anonymous Alcohol, meeting alcohol Anonymous
1: meeting, right? So there's all these people sitting around in like circle. Like introductions.
0: So that was the first introductory... This is
1: the, I'd never met anyone before. No one knew who I was. Was everyone first
0: thing. years there or...
1: No, there was, no, there there was a there range of different yeah, okay. people. Yep. And um, so I was the last person in, in the circle. circle. So know, everyone had gone around. So, so, and what the way it worked was that each person... Had to as it went one by one. You had to say your name, your summoner name, what rank you were. Right, so just as like a bit of like an introductory thing to get to know each other. Goes around the circle, and I think the highest person in the entire circle was like maybe Diamond Five or Plat One. And when the guys at Diamond, everyone was like, "Whoa!" Because at the time, Diamond (laughs) actually was respected a lot. It
0: was because there was a lot less players in Diamond. There was way
1: less people in Diamond (laughs) because because there
0: was no Master Grandmaster. It was Diamond and Challenge. It was
1: Diamond and Challenge. Yeah, there was no Master Grandmaster. So Diamond One was respected a lot. At the time as well. Um, anyway, I was in the circle and I'm like, holy crap. Because everyone w- went crazy. That guy was Diamond 5. And at the time, I was top 10, 850 LP or 900 LP. Um, and my name... What was my name? Was it either APOC or was it B? <laughs>
0: oh, Jesus. I don- <laughs> can't remember. I don't know. Anyway,
1: um, and I was incredibly good at like Cassiopeia and stuff like that at the time. And it got to me in the circle. And I got, I, and I said, I said, Hey everyone. Um, my name's Curtis and, um, I, uh, you had to say your main champion. I yeah. said, I mean, Cassiopeia and I'm ranked 10.
0: It was challenger. Yeah. I'm ranked
1: 10 challenger. Yeah. I, oh, no, I didn't even say challenger. You, I said rank 10. Oh, rank 10. Okay. I said I'm ranked 10. Yeah. Um, or something like that. And, uh, Everyone's Did, like, ha, ha, ha Didn't ha. everyone
0: laugh because someone tried to pretend they were challenger before?
1: Yeah, someone laughed at me as a joke, joke. I'm challenger, you know, as a joke. So and then everyone thought I was just joking joke as well. well. And everyone just laughs. hey, okay, what's your real rank? I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm ranked 10. <laughs> and everyone's like, whoa. <laughs> and everyone's and like crowding like, like, around. Everyone's like, like asking me questions and, and shit. Everyone
0: like moves away like into Curtis's corner.
1: And they're like, what, well, really? And, every- and everyone's like going crazy and stuff, yeah. asking me questions. Yeah. And then... um. It was the fun. It was just the funniest experience,
0: and uh, and and, then- and no, because the, the the funniest thing about it is, I mean, Curtis, like look at Curtis now. Yeah, I right? am the
1: most honest unassu- back then. I was the most honest. Curtis gamer does ever. not
0: look like a, a game. Someone who's good at games. I I, I was
1: I did not look like a game. He at looked all. like I just the party
0: and kid. The little teeny teeny. Yeah, hopper. like the
1: shitty fringe and yeah. you know look like a loser like that sort of thing. Um, and it was just a funny ass story. And then Nathan, we also need to talk about. Fantix and how what? it was so lucky the way this all tied together. Yeah.
0: Dude. So, so we're, we're back to the oh end, end of 2014 for Pat. End of 2014.
1: Right? Bef- is it even before we're in the OPL? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So then, we for need to that- talk about Fantix, dude. Okay. As a for, so for that was, um, well, Fantix was always hovering around the scene for a long period of time. So we
1: need to talk about who Fantix is. Okay. Okay. So Fantix was a player from O'S who used to play on NA in season one and two, who was very good in NA. He used to play with Dyrus and stuff in season one, season two and was incredibly good even on NA standards.
0: With 200 ping. He got like
1: offered... like, Didn't he get offered to play on Uh, pro teams and stuff? I don't
0: know. I've never spoke to Dickie about that. But
1: he was incredibly good, right? And this guy was a very smart person in real life and... He was again similar to me. He never thought League was going to be a
0: career. Yeah, he was focused on real life. He was again do, doing like no Hearthstone. He was a Hearthstone. He was playing Hearthstone, as remember. No, he
1: no because he was so good at League, then he quit League because yeah. he thought League again was like a waste of time. Yeah, because he was like me, didn't think that the it was going anywhere. So he got, got like t- top ten legend in Hearthstone as well. So mm. he was an insane talented gamer, mm. similar to me and you in other games. We all of our, all three of us. All three of us happened to be from Melbourne who lived in the very similar areas. Yeah, we, are. we were all extremely good at another game. Counter-Strike, WoW, and Hearthstone, and he even played other games before that. Very all three competitive, intense, highly competitive, semi-toxic, well, not you, but me and him were semi-toxic. Semi. Well, I was toxic. <laughs> uh, gamers. Yeah. Who all lived in the same area and could, were very close to quitting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, my, my whole... For the years, me. I was always trying to convince you and Fantix to always stay. Yeah. That was always my challenge at all times. You're, yeah.
1: So Nathan, at all times, was trying to convince me and Richard not to quit. Yeah. And Richard's Fantix. So, yeah. because he was convinced that if we, you know, if we had all of us together, we could like never lose. Well, we could,
0: we, well, the goal was to beat Chiefs immunity. Because there was one team in OCL that the, was immunity. So Chiefs, yeah. Oh. That was it. And we were like, we had the talent. You, Calvin. This was
1: the only team that could do it.
0: You, Calvin, and Fantix, yeah. and, um, um so yeah, so this yeah. was 2014. So then I thought Jish convinced him to to play packs. No, so with Jish,
1: us. no, so what happened? Jish, so Fantix ended up quitting, and then we got Fandix by chance because our
0: support and top laner left through complications.
1: So at this tournament, this big tournament in PAX in 2014, they quit yeah. for some complicated weird comp- reasons. So we needed an emergency top laner and a su- and a support. So the only person we knew who lived in Melbourne at the time who we kind of knew of was Fantix. So we convinced him to sub in
0: yeah. top lane. Just for this tournament. Just, just to for pass. this tournament. Yeah.
1: And then we happened to do well. And
0: we had our coach Jish as a and support.
1: Jish was, yeah, Jish was the support. Yeah. He was the coach at the time. And we, he played. He played very well. And we end up doing well and qualifying for OPL. Yeah. And then we, then we convinced him to stay.
0: Yep. And then And that's, stay
1: as a top laner. Yeah. He was the top laner, even though he was a mid laner, he just played top because I was the mid laner at the time. And then later on, this he, is 2015. Then yeah. he was gonna quit and move and just go back to university. And I really wanted to play with Fantics still. And I was like, okay, Fantix, you can this is probably one of my biggest regrets actually in my entire swap in. This is actually one of my biggest regrets in my when I was a pro- professional. I was a mid laner always, and I was very confident in my abilities and I
0: That's crazy. You roll swapped. I roll swapped for Richard. Nuts. Yeah, you did. I said,
1: "Please don't quit, Richard. I'll do whatever it takes." He said, "I'm only playing if I'm mid lane cuz he hated top lane." Yeah. And I said, "Please, Richard, I'll even swap with you. I'll learn top so you can play mid lane for us." And then I swapped to top lane for an entire year. Um we did okay, but that was that was the reason I think I largely quit cuz I was like, "Fuck this." Like I didn't want to play top lane either. Um and then went back to uni, you know.
0: So tw- this was 2015 So 20- And We also got to say It's 2015 So I only played with you For that PAX tournament And, and Fantix yeah, you didn't play with- yeah And then I retired You retired to like Do the GM or whatever To just be the businessman Of Dial. So Because yeah. I had to start Building the business Because I wanted to take the- Make it be a serious organisation <sighs> so,
1: so many So that memories, was the, beginning 2015, and the first
0: split of 2015 OPL was just great You know It was really good and that, that was when we were killing it. That's when we came on the scene and we were, we were contesting with Chiefs. Yeah, remember?
1: everyone respected us. We were like very well respected and everything. That was um, so much crazy shit happened back then, man. We're going to
0: pause the podcast for a second, guys. I, was, gonna, can we, can I we need to change the battery. Can we in pause this? this as well? Um,
1: Is it possible to pause?
0: No, I'll just just—I'll just edit it out.
1: Okay, because I need to piss.
0: Okay, that's fine. Yeah, all right. So I'll do a quick intermission. All right, so 2015, so 2015, so yes, yeah, so I, I, I stepped down um, to work on the business, which was, oh, I mean, it was kind of a regret, but That's I, another regret. I, I was just in the different headspace because I was, I was like, an Wait, Is that recording? Yeah, it is recording. Oh, okay. I was all entrepreneurial and stuff like that, you know. Like I, th- that was what I was conditioned myself. I Gary didn't, V. You know, I, I didn't. I didn't want to be Gary V. Junior. I didn't want to be. <laughs> you know, I was like the eighteen-year-old organization owner because because I saw potential in the OPL and in esports. I was like, why not? You know, I got it. Like at the end of the day, no one's going to build walls. I, I have to be the one to do it. Again, me being in charge—that was my idea. Yeah. So then, I mean, again, like and uh, like I could have maybe kept playing, but again, I wasn't in the mindset to to play or to be like I. I just didn't have it. No, anymore. you wanted to. But you I wanted I just to, didn't have but to. you I didn't did it. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to, but but, but that's not how. That's what makes not my. No, that's not you what makes great players. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You, you would have. You would. You
1: would have been on. weeded out eventually anyway.
0: Yeah. So um, so yeah, we 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 went through 2015. Yeah, the when you roll swapped, that's when it started going. Sort Everything of started to go to shit. To shit when we roll swapped. Yeah. So then, so yeah, this was 2015 split two.
1: So how did I, then how did I come back as a coach? This so okay okay so so apart. 2016
0: then you played split 1 and then you quit at, after split 1.
1: Yeah cuz I got a, I had a job. It was a job offer or something? Yeah, I, so I started working as a, a surveyor, like working on big skyscrapers and stuff as a yeah. surveyor. Yeah. Um and got a really good job and I did that for a year. Cuz I actually balanced for one whole split of the OPL yeah, I was doing, right. That
0: was all 2016, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, so split 1 I was working sold uni. Yep work yeah. like you know two or three days a week yep. like and those were hard days and then in which I don't know, I have to wake up at 5am and I wouldn't even get home till late and I was exhausted all day and then I would practice and then I couldn't even do uni study or anything so I was doing and I had a girlfriend right so I was doing work university girlfriend and then OP, like practicing scrimming nuts, every man. night
0: I actually can't believe you did that you had to scrim yeah I had to scrim at night exhausted. so a lot of the
1: times I'd go to uni all day come home at like six have dinner then scrim till like 11 and then wake up at 5 a.m go to work all day come home scrim go to work study all day at uni it was like it was a nightmare i did it for a whole split and then i was like screw this yeah. i'm done man yeah. like yeah. i'm tapping out i don't even see because
0: we the... came third we came fourth again that split yeah and i was
1: like what's the point of playing it's not going anywhere anyway it's not going to be a career like why would it be a career yeah because league wasn't really that it wasn't massive then you know it was it, it like it was overseas was
0: picking up australia it australia was still because we didn't have gaming behind. houses and stuff like that we didn't and
1: have right a, right O's barely just started existing you know like yeah, it was they only started, of, started to grow yeah, right yeah so then i was like screw that i left and they I, I left for a whole split yeah that was so that's like a few months yeah and then then that's where the whole rest of die will started where you got there's like an investment come on
0: um yeah, so that's when, um, yes, yeah, so that's when I sold Wolves to um, Dave Harris, who's now the owner of XL, yeah, XL Esports. That's when he came into the scene, and then that was when the whole scene sort of started ramping up because Wright gave teams money to do gaming houses and stuff. So then gaming houses, and then started, gaming yeah, houses, yeah. and then that was such a big thing for the O scene because that's when everyone went full time, like like everyone just went full time professional playing. And that's when we built our super team. This was this was the championship roster, right? The, yeah. the, this is where the dominant Dial's dominance came. And that's where Fantics So our roster twenty seventeen. Let me explain this here, Cody. This was
1: actually, it actually was the best roster. It was it's the best insane, roster.
0: Pretty so we picked up so 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 the, the core of the team actually started. So Calvin actually had left So Calvin's King. So K- we gotta keep yeah. yeah. saying King left Dials at the end of twenty fifteen to join Legacy Esports because they actually did their own gaming house in twenty sixteen. Yeah. Um so they were actually they were the only team with gaming houses. So our Chiefs got one at the end of thing, mm. but they were the only two teams with gaming houses. Um so then um our roster was Fantix, um Chippies, Sybil Uh oh yeah, re- Destiny Regret. No, sorry, it was Flying Drew Regret. Because Destiny was our coach at that time And then Radia Remember we had Radia Because we had uh, Rays
1: But that's not important Let's get to Yeah okay okay no, no
0: but I'm saying that That's the roster that. that, that yeah. Okay so then we still had a core So our core was Was Fantix, Sybil And then um, Chippies And Chippies That was the core three That was the core three So that's what we built around right. Okay so I'm like What pieces do we need And so then we, you
1: had the investment money From Dave Yeah
0: so that's and then to get
1: then get the roster that you really wanted so then
0: we had got king got king back we got king back from legacy and then destiny who was our coach joined as support yep and then i convinced you to be the coach to be the coach wait we need it so we
1: need to really riff on this because this right, well, was this a, is all you then this i mean is this is, is a massive this, this is a life-changing decision for you. this was so close to not happening yeah like, i don't pe- think people understand how you close. would
0: not be here if you didn't say if you didn't coach dials
1: I would have went a completely different path. Yeah. This was like probably the, the, the number one big crossroad of my entire life. This single decision. I would be somewhere, I would be somewhere, dude, I can't even <laughs> emphasize how big this single decision was. Yeah, it was pretty big, okay? wasn't it? So think about this at the time. I had already in my mind made up that I like esports was a waste of time. Okay. And I didn't, I was in this like very tunnel vision mode where I'm like, I got to get a job. I've got this good job now. I'm going to work my way up. Going to become a senior surveyor. Probably get my, become a licensed surveyor. Have my own company. Do all this stuff. Do the standard way. Get married. Have kids. Have it get a house by like 25 and like whatever. Like just that, that very traditional route. But at the time I was actually like depressed as hell, dude. Like I I actually didn't really, I had no purpose. I was like autopiloting life. I hated everything. And, um, and then you said, and then at the time, I remember this is where, this is where it all started. Nathan put the seed in my mind. He said to me, "He said, Curtis, come on, man, this is all happening. We have got a gaming house. We're going to Korea for a boot camp. Korea, that was a big one. Korea, yeah. Um, we're going to go to Sydney. But I was on my third year of university because this is what made it hard. <laughs> now, I want you guys, what listening, to put yourself in my shoes right now. What would you do in this situation? Esports wasn't that big, and even to keep it in mind, we're in Australia, right? We're not even in a major region here." I was on my final year. I just finished my third year university, heading into my final year of my bachelor's. Okay, so heading into fourth year university, which is you know pretty big. I finished the entire university. Thing. I had a very good job with a very good company as a you know as a surveyor. I had a girlfriend. All my friends are in Melbourne. My family's in Melbourne. Um, and in order for me to become the coach, I would have to move to a different city. I would have coaching
0: to, was even a weird thing for coaching, you as well. Yeah, coaching You were, you barely, were a coach. You could barely communicate with solo queue players. How can yeah, you coach? You I know? didn't even know what the hell a coach was. Yeah, nah.
1: Right? Coaching even wasn't really a thing properly. Yeah. Um I didn't know what I was doing and the pay was low. Um like really low the first year. That feels it was it was 8,000 a year, something like that, yeah. $8,000 a year yeah. or something. Um and I had to leave my family. Leave my girlfriend. Drop. I had to defer university, and I knew that if I defer that year, I'm never going back. I had to quit my job,
0: travel a different state,
1: travel to a different state, and leave it all behind and do this.
0: Just because I just like yeah, okay, Curtis, come so, do it. Just <laughs>
1: because some random dude told me, or just this dude told me that you should, I should do it. Yeah. Then, I was at work uh, with this senior guy, but he's like probably like in his sixties, and I and I was always admired his quality of life, you know, I was always like to him, said, man, how have you done, he used to tell me all these stories, he like traveled the world, had this really awesome job, was always super happy, had a family, you know, he was a very, what you would call, lived an amazing life, done all these amazing things, and I said to him one day while we're working, I said, what's the secret, man, like, how you, how have you done all this, how can, how can I live a life like you, how can I get to 60 and, and have had, li- like, lived a life like you, what advice would you give yourself if you were my age, right? So I was 20, 20, 20, 21, 2021.
0: Yeah, 21, yeah. I'd be 21.
1: Yep. But it was actually when I was 20 because it was before my yeah, birthday. Yeah, that's right. And he said to me, he said, Curtis, he said, in life, you're going to get, he said, in life, you're going to get a few opportunities come your way. And he says, at the time when you're in the moment, it will feel incredibly hard to, to, make, to like, make that jump. Because you want safety, right? You're gonna and he, and he actually went ahead and told me this story. And this is the story he told me exactly. I'll try and remember the story. He said, he had a friend when he was younger at about the same age, around 2021, 20, where he lived in this very small town in Tasmania, which is a weird part of Australia, kind of. And um, he told me this story where he, they were both in dead-end jobs. They had nothing really going for them. And, and his friend actually had, a, uh, was, you know, had this really serious relationship. And um, this guy said to him, he said, come on, man, let's just get out of here. We're not going anywhere in our life. We're literally just stuck. We're in a dead-end job. If we continue this trajectory, we're going to be like our parents. We're never going to get out of here. We're still going to be mediocre, like, I guess, you know, uh, average wage, you know, work people. Nothing spent. We're not going to do any- achieve anything great in our life. So he said, let's go to London with all our money and drive buses. We're going to go to London. Is that what he did? This is what he did. The first thing he did is like, let's go to London with all our money and drive double decker buses. And he tried to tell his friend, he tried to tell his friend, he said, come on, man, please come with me. And his friend, his excuse was, I can't, I'm in a relationship here. I've got a job. Like, how can I leave this all behind? You know, like I I can't make that risk. I don't want to give this up. So he said, look, man, I got to get out of here. And he went by himself to London to drive double decker buses. And went on this insane adventure, and like met different people, did a few different jobs, found out about surveying, become a surveyor, worked in all these different countries, had this amazing career, come back to Australia, had a, met a girl over in some weird country, and then lived this amazing life. And his friend, his best friend, like ten years down the line got fired from the job, was a dead-end job, had no, not going anywhere, got divorced, got got um, left by his wife um, and had nothing going for him, financially just screwed and has basically regretted every single thing in his life. He told me this story and he said to me, he said, Curtis, don't be like my friend. Don't play it safe. When you get an opportunity handed to you, it's going to feel incredibly hard and you, but what I recommend is just say yes he said in every situation in his life whenever an opportunity came he said yes and
0: that's the rule he followed that's just
1: the rule he followed everything that came his way he just said yes do you want to do this yes and he happened to live this amazing life and that was his rule and 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 it got me thinking in the moment he's like damn this guy's probably right man like I mean I, I still wasn't fully convinced I was like maybe I should do this And then I had another guy at work and I told him my situation in full because he was a little bit younger. And I told him like, this is my situation. What do I do? He's like, dude, if I could never do this job again, I would get the (laughs) hell out of here. (laughs) Like, you know, why am I on this cold building site? Yes, you make money but you have to wake up early as hell and do this stuff. He's like, just go for a man. And so I did it. Deferred my university. um, Didn't end up finishing it. I pretty much had to you know, call it off with my girlfriend at the time. I had to leave my friends, my family, and pack it up. Pack we, it up we, we and drive in my shitty hours. little car to Sydney. That was a good Nathan. trip, though, dude. That, that was, was fun.
0: Cool. That was a good trip, dude. Because that's when we started. What was the album we we're listening to in the in the car? That was a uh, that was a Kid Cudi, Kid, Cudi, like that, Kid That, that Kid was so good, Yeah, that was a good album. That was when you you sort of introduced me to that music, and yeah, I actually like that. Liked that. That's, yeah.
1: a, that's a great album, dude. That that Kid Cudi one. And um, and then here we are now. So we end up. Working my ass off And trying to refine my craft well, well
0: 2017 was all you Figuring out what a coach was Right
1: Well actually Let's actually we Might as well talk about The mentor part Because that's yeah. the second part Yeah Well when I got introduced By We got introduced to So this.
0: split one happened So to 2017 split one Oh yeah so Shern came We picked up So as oh, I said yeah Shern fire He came in there the, the roster that we finalised Was Curtis's coach um, Chippy's top lane Sybil Jungle Fantix Mid lane King ADC And Destiny support We went to Korea we met up with Sean in Korea. So, Sean, we spoke about Schoen him last Fai, episode, yeah. Yeah, then he... So, he was like ranked five or whatever in Korea at he that got like time. Top, he was top five in Korea. Yeah. He
1: was, he, I think he peaked at rank three in Korean solo at the time. So, he was very
0: good. And then he saw... he We met up with his in the bootcamp because we did a three-week camp during Christmas in 2016. And then, yeah, he sort of just wanted to... He his idea was like if he can show because OPL was a path to international and he wasn't really getting any team offers or anything like that. So if he could show his ability on the world stage with Dials through the OPL because that was when the format changed and Worlds, you could make it to Worlds yeah. as O. Yeah. So there was a big opportunity there.
1: So Shen was like, "Yes, if I I win with Dials, go so to Sh- Worlds, Sh- show Sh- myself, and then get picked up by an international team, team." That was yeah. the plan.
0: So Shen joined us, and we did a double. Do you remember duo. Thing with so Sybil, we had a double jungle, Sybil and Chern. Yeah, double jungle. Yeah. We played split one halfway through split one, that just didn't start working. Sibyl we left. let go of yeah. Sybil and then we just had our main Shurn as our main roster. We won that first split twenty seventeen and that was so big for the O because That was the first time Chiefs lost in years.
1: Yeah, then Daiwa, that's when the Dial Daiwa dynasty, dynasty started. Dynasty started. We won um, four, that's when we've won four splits in a row, two years in a row.
0: And then I'd say that, so we had a very stacked roster. So, I mean, I'd say you were pretty lucky with your first oh, split so lucky. coaching, Oh, right? so so much luck involved, dude. But then end of 20, the split two, twenty seven, 2017, that's when you started, that's where Jono came. That's when you started finding your footing as a coach. So, now so, you can talk about that. Yeah,
1: so split two when this, go, so I was Mid-2017. Because I had no idea what the hell I was doing. It's Split yep. I man. I was like, what the hell is a coach? Trying to figure it out. I had my own- you're just a game you were more an analyst all it was was analyst. just a game pure game oriented stuff yeah. and then 20 and then when he came on board this performance director that one of the investors introduced us to came in and Jono, and he he had an effect on me that was i would say you can't even put a value on it i mean i, I can't even tell you how much he affected me in little ways you know like created he allowed me to find out who i was as a person essentially Anyway, he was essentially my first role, my first mentor. Yep. Probably my first mentor. Yep. And to put it in perspective, guys, I hadn't read a book. i had read, I think, two books from when I was 12 years old to 18. I think I read two books. I I I hated reading. I I hated English. I even got like a below score. I got below average in English in school. I literally got below average. I didn't write a single essay above a C. You were a maths guy. I was a maths guy. I, I, I was only good at maths and physics. That's it. I was good at numbers, but it come, when it came to writing, I was literally like the worst. I was terrible. One of the worst, probably one of the worst in our class all the time. I couldn't write an essay above C. That's how bad I was. Yeah, you were the and, I could, and the reason was, again, I didn't read. Yeah. And every single time, you know, at school, they tell you, you have to read these books. I would go online, go to Sparknotes, whatever, and just look at the summary. I didn't read a book. I had no idea. So that's how bad I was. right? I, was, I had no idea what I was doing, dude. And then he introduced me in split two to start reading. He said, Curtis, look at all these amazing coaches out there and these, these, amazing, these people who have achieved all these things. You should just read and learn about psychology, about um, all these different people that have achieved amazing things. And I started reading a lot. I started pumping through books i read and i read and i read and i read and i started reading a ridiculous amount of books and that's where it all started and over that three-year period i read a ridiculous amount of books i studied my ass off trying to figure out inspiration from every industry hedge funds education
0: traditional sports
1: traditional sports psychology finance um military historical figures every every genre I would read to just figure out, see if, if there was something I could take away to put into my coaching. Like I just wanted to take bits and pieces and the things that, that was things I really liked. And I would say the biggest, the, the, there was a few key figures in my life that really created my personality or shaped my personality. The first one would probably be Marcus Aurelius. Marcus Aurelius Meditations his, is that book his book, Meditations. I would say the second one would probably be John Wooden, the coach of UC UCLA, UCLA basketball. Uh, he has a bunch of books, John Wooden. One of my favorites is John Wooden on leadership. Um, I would say another one would be... Uh, who else? Or who else? We. I mean, Ray Dalio was a pretty big one. Ray that was twenty eighteen. That was later on. Yeah, that was the next year after. But he was definitely a big. Yeah. Big, but there was a bunch of, uh, of of different ones. I would have to. Someone actually did ask for a book list. What I recommended. Yeah, I would that'd have have be to, good. I'll have to put that up somewhere. Um, but anyway, this guy Jono when he came on board, he was my first mentor. And if there's something that I... if I were to recommend to any young person, like we're talking, you know even like between the ages of 18 and 25 you got to you got to get a mentor i mean an in person one an in person mentor you have to find someone that is going to give you a differing perspective and
0: sort of set you straight as well in way.
1: set you straight but also the, the power of it was he he for the first time he it made me realize what I don't know. I went from an egotistical know-it-all, cocky little piece of shit to, holy crap, I'm an idiot. Yeah, I'm just a speck. And it's like that. That, that I always I use this analogy sometimes. You know, when we talk about, it's like say you on a on a boat, right? And you're going around an island. Say you're maybe on the on the shore of an island. You're on, you're on a boat. And you look into the distance and you see maybe like a bit of land, like a bit of sand. And you're like, oh, that's you know that could be that's a it's a landmass, right? But as you go further around that landmass and maybe it keeps extending, you see see more and you're learning more. But because the landmass or like you're seeing the kind of the shoreline grow, you're like, Holy crap! There is so much land here that I don't know. This th- now you know you're aware of what you don't know in a way. You know does that m- kind of make sense?
0: Well, you see the the landscape. You can see all this stuff there, but you don't know exactly. Well, no, because what's if the, the
1: shoreline's longer, the, then the landmass is going to be it. bigger, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. So it's not like a little island. As 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 the shoreline grows, the quote was something. As the shoreline grows, the the knowledge of your um. The unknown also grows, or some, some, some something like that. Um,
0: you have to, you have to find the specific. I have to one. find
1: that quote. But anyway, that made me. Re- essentially, that's what happened. I just realized how little I knew, and um, and he really had an impact on me at a very deep level, just in terms of just being my best self.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't even really got to... Like League was the platform that helped you do that, but...
1: League was, League was the platform for me that allowed me to find myself.
0: Yeah, that's right. And
1: that's why I'm such a big advocate for League in general. It's like, it can be the platform that people find who they are. Because it's brutal. It tests you. It's it tests highly competitive. You. It's chaotic. It mimics life. Change. Yeah. Chaos. Yeah. Adaptability. Flexibility. You've got to be like water in life. You've got to be like water in game. It all ties back together, man. This is this is what inspired me to 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 do what I'm doing and inspired me to to um, go down this this rabbit hole, essentially. And um, if there's one piece of advice I'd give, it would be to find a mentor, man. Do whatever it takes to find a mentor. how long have we been doing this for? What,
0: what, I have no idea, Curtis. Is this even working? We don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Know. the video. I think we're sure think- it's working, but but um, yeah, I think that that really. That's a good... I mean, like a lot of people asked... That's why I said a lot of people asked for the story dial. was like... So that gives us... Gets us up to like 2017, 2018. Then we won all 2018. Yeah. And then 2019, you tried something tried some stuff. New. We'll talk about that in another episode, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think we can start wrapping this one up here. Yeah, but but yeah, we... um, Yeah, a lot of changes happened for you. I mean, me as well. But definitely you a lot more.
1: Well, the thing with you... No, but you... Dave was your big mentor. I yeah, say.
0: absolutely. Yeah, I mean, r- running dials and and having the responsibility. I think
1: diwalls was actually more of a of your platform rather than the. Yeah,
0: yeah, I would say it was. Yeah, definitely, because it's like running a business, building a business. And you had to mature so. Quick. Yeah, I did. I it was either mature or die. <laughs> I mean, the business was all on you. Essentially, it was, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, but yeah, yeah, league. Yeah, that's a good point. It wasn't actually league for me. It was actually Dial's, which was happened to be a professional league legends team, but. That wasn't really what my day to day really was. You were you were the, t- the the game. I I wasn't the game. I was more sponsors and that sort of stuff yeah. and social media.
1: Was there anything else you wanted to to touch on this? Episode? I had so many little things. Paul
0: Curtis, this is what our next 998 episodes well, are for. So. Actually, there's one
1: last thing. It's a tiny little thing. Okay, but we, I want, can, I want we can wrap up with it. Wrap up with it. Yeah. Have you seen that that whole Twitter account with that seraphine?
0: I have no <laughs> idea. We t- Curtis, I'm not on Twitter anymore. <laughs>
1: It's the creepiest
0: shit. Dude. What is it? What are you talking about? So
1: it's a teaser, I think for a new oh, champion. Oh, for a new champion. Right. And they've been doing it in this really creepy. It's like ah, this weird I've seen way. Some stuff, yeah. So it's like this, I don't know if it's a champ or like, I don't know what it is, but there's like this weird Twitter account. Yeah. Called, it's like Seraphine. Yeah.
0: And I think it's of a new champion. Interesting. It's so like a good, funny, it's like it's an like interesting a marketing strategy. Yeah, it's a marketing strategy, right? Yeah. That's cool.
1: No, but the it's fucking weird man i gotta look at it after this so it's like you know when something looks off it's like uncanny valley yeah that's the vibes you get when you look at oh, it because no. it's, it's like animated it's like it's real almost real so the way, no yeah. cause no because the way they do the photos of the champion right is they they take a real photo so it's like you took a photo of me and then they morph seraphine's face onto a real body oh my god body.
0: That's pretty scary. Got it. But
1: her face is kind of not human. So you think it's human, but it's not, but it's kind of off. So Ah, you just feel uncomfortable and everyone's like talking like so cool. I just want to vomit when I look at it. It just makes me cringe. I get like, I get like goosebumps looking at it and I'm like, what are they doing? Like, I, I want to hear you guys. I mean, if someone's watching this deep into the podcast, like <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs>
0: if you're sitting there two and a half hours, yeah, and how weird it is. Like, I got to look. I, d- I don't know. Do you But that's that's cool. That's cool. I mean, I
1: like I like the way they do it. The teaser is that a
0: midlander? What, what what do we know? Do we know anything about the abilities yet? It's just teaser at the moment. I think it's just a teaser, but
1: and, no. but it's like hanging out with my buddy. It's like this weird crap. Like oh, here's what? me hanging out with my buddy, and everyone thinks here's it's all me, good. Like taking a selfie at the park. It's yeah. like this weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um,
1: yeah
0: thanks up. everyone for watching episode number two number two be sure to download it on Spotify if you need to and uh, again we'll set up Apple Music and let us know in the comments if there's anything you guys want us to talk about but we read yeah. the comment section yeah yeah well. try to read all the comments Um, hope you guys enjoyed this one and ple- hope the video works man yeah the video Please. the video will, should work Please. I mean man. it's gonna at least work for the first hour and a half so but we'll see <laughs> all right all right, that's that's a wrap. Broken My Good Concept, job. episode two in the history books. Bye.